Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you joined me here today as we continue our conversation about burnout, exhaustion, weariness, and the winter blues. But before we do that, let's take a minute to center and ground ourselves. We're going to do some deep breathing together. And if you're able, I'd love for you to put one hand over your chest and one hand on your belly so that you can really feel your body inhale and exhale. So together, let's deep breathe. Inhale. And exhale. Do you feel that in your hands as well? Let's do it again. Inhale and exhale. I'd love for you to continue breathing in and out. And as you do, I want to ask you, how are you coming to this podcast today? How are you arriving? What sensations are you feeling in your body today? What emotions have come up for you in the last hour? Just pay attention to what you notice. You don't have to judge it. You don't have to change it. Just notice. Regardless of how you came here today, friend, I'm so glad that you joined me. And even more importantly, the Lord knows exactly what's going on in your life, in your body, and in your emotions. And he is present with us. So we'll take one more deep breath. And then we'll move on with the episode. Now, normally my reflection episodes are pretty short, but I think today's may be a little bit longer because we're going to do, well, I would like to say a deep dive, but kind of smaller than that, a little dive into interpersonal neurobiology and talk about the window of tolerance. Much of what we'll talk about today comes from the work of Dan Siegel, although there are plenty of other people who also talk about this concept. So to start us out today, I'm going to have you use your imagination because you can't see me, so I can't draw anything for you, but I would love for you to imagine a bar graph, and it's going to go up, starting at one at the bottom and 10 at the top. And we're going to find ourselves smack dab in the middle, in the four to seven range. So in your imagination, just paint all that area green like a big bar graph. Green means good, good to go. This, friends, is going to be our window of tolerance. Now, what we're measuring or what we're talking about is regulation. Our affect, our energy levels, all of that is kind of what we're looking at when we're looking at this one to ten range. Our bodies love to be in that four to seven range. That is what we're going to call the window of tolerance, but it also is where our bodies are regulated. And when we're regulated, here are some of the things that we'll notice. Our bodies feel attentive, alert, but somewhat relaxed. They're not majorly on edge. In so much that we can focus, we can concentrate, we can feel connected with other people, We can use our language really well. We're able to learn really well. 
This is where we love to be, where we feel the best. And really, we should spend most of our lives in that range, right? Being able to talk to other people, being able to feel connected, being able to focus and concentrate. That's where we want to spend most of our time and where our bodies really, really love to be. But in order to talk about that, you know we've got to talk about the other stuff, which is dysregulation. And dysregulation can look like going above or below that beautiful window of tolerance. So first we're gonna start with the above range. So we're gonna take our elevator up out of the green into that upper range, the eight to 10, and we're gonna paint all of that red. We call that hyper arousal. When we talk about fight or flight, usually people are talking about this range. We're getting a lot of shots of adrenaline and when we're up here, our bodies do not feel safe. They're sensing some kind of danger, imagined or unimagined, it doesn't really matter, our bodies are on edge. It's very difficult to relax. We may feel angry up here, that would be the fight. We may feel really anxious up here, that would be the flight part of fight or flight. But regardless of how we feel, we're getting a lot of energy. It's very difficult to concentrate up here. And basically, the prefrontal cortex part of our brain has shut down, meaning that that's the parent part of our brain that is logical, that helps us make good decisions, that helps us use our language well. All that doesn't work so well when we get dysregulated. In this range, some of the body symptoms you might notice would be um, tense muscles, jitteriness, um, butterflies in the stomach, nausea, um, headaches, shakiness, nervousness. You might notice a lot of hypervigilance as well. And the emotions that correspond are often, again, that fight or flight, rage you might feel, a lot of anger, frustration. I would say an annoyance, but maybe to the next level. You would also notice some big time anxiety maybe. So so at the lower end of that, maybe just not being able to relax, feeling tense, noticing every sound, um, feeling overstimulated. At the upper end of that, maybe even having panic attacks. Basically, in hyperarousal, our body wants to fight or run away. It's a reaction. It's not anything that we can choose. It's simply our body in survival mode, meaning we feel out of control and it's hard to keep our emotions and our body symptoms in check. That's hyperarousal. So you can remember hyper because there's a lot going on up there, right? A lot that you might even notice from the outside. So with your kids, with yourself, with your spouse, you can kind of tell when they're up there because there's a lot of energy coming out one way or the other. Now we're gonna take the elevator back down through hyperarousal, through regulation and the window of tolerance, our green area, down to the bottom. And we call this hyper arousal, which is the opposite. It is a lack of energy. And we're going to paint this one to three area blue. Because when you think about being sad, being empty, it's kind of blue, right? So we're going to paint that area blue. We call this hypo arousal. And you guys, it is just as dysregulated as that upper part, but it's a lot harder to recognize. So from the outside, you could probably notice when somebody's in hyper arousal. Maybe not completely, but there are some good giveaways if you're noticing body language. But that hypo arousal sometimes is easier to ignore because there's not a lot of energy. In fact, there's the opposite. 
When somebody is in hypoarousal, they're also feeling dysregulated, meaning they're still in survival mode. They're also feeling in danger. They do not feel safe at all, and their body's responding to that, but it's doing it by going internal almost. So some of the things you might notice are feeling spacey, zoned out, numb, frozen, empty, depressed, exhausted, depleted, all the things that we've kind of been talking about with burnout, right? I think burnout can very easily look like that upper range or that lower range or a mixture. You may go back and forth. Again, it's not something we choose to do. It's a survival instinct that our body reacts to when we feel like we're in danger. So some of the body symptoms you might notice are feeling exhausted, zoned out kind of spacey, having that thousand mile stare where you're like looking ahead, but not really looking at anything, not being able to concentrate on what's going on around you, not feeling present. Dissociation would be the most extreme version of this, but I think all of us have moments where we zone out and we're not really there. Um, Depression very often looks like this. When people say they feel empty, they're really talking about hypo arousal. They do feel empty. It's hard to feel connected in any particular way when you're really at the bottom range of this hypoarousal state. Now, let's be real. All of us spend some time in hyperarousal and hypoarousal, and that is normal. Like right before bed, you're probably not in your window of tolerance anymore. You're probably exhausted, and you could remedy that by going to sleep. Or maybe it's that time of the month and you're dysregulated and that would be a hormone thing. Or maybe some really bad things have happened in your life or you're grieving something. Then naturally that's a body response, right? There are natural times that our bodies go up and down through these ranges and that's okay. Um, The window of tolerance is where our bodies like to be. But let's talk about why it's called the window of tolerance. It's because it can open and close a little bit. It's not static. So having said that, here is the hope and why I'm talking about this with you today in a conversation about burnout. If we come from a background where we have been safe and connected and we haven't been through trauma, chances are our window of tolerance is pretty big. And by that, I mean, you can stay regulated through some stressors, you know, like you might get a little bit dysregulated, but you can come right back in. And that's okay. You, you're not going to spend a ton of time up in hyperarousal without being able to regulate yourself again. However, if you have spent a lot of time like living in trauma, you have a history of trauma, or you've been through stress for a very long time, then our window of tolerance shrinks, meaning that it doesn't take as much for us to get dysregulated. So all of us go through natural stressors throughout the day, and all of us don't get dysregulated in some kind of crazy way where everybody around us would know. Well, you know, all of us have our own personal lives. I'm sure our kids could tell stories on us, right? (laughs) But you guys understand what I mean. But when we've been through really long-term stress, and here's why I'm bringing up the pandemic, because friends, there's been a collective trauma, and many of us have a window of tolerance that has shrunk a bit meaning we don't have the bandwidth we once had, we don't have the margin room, and it's easier to get dysregulated. But here's the beautiful thing. There are things that we can do that expand our window of tolerance again. The goal is not to never go into the red zone or to never go into the blue zone. You wouldn't be human if you didn't. The goal is 
how can we get our bodies to come back to a regulated state where they don't have to live there, where we don't have to be frozen there, where we can come back in a little more easily and spend more time in that window of tolerance range that our bodies really like to do without having to use substances, without having to use a codependent relationship, without having to use unhealthy strategies to get ourselves there. How can we do that? And so that's what we're going to continue our conversation about as we talk about recovery from burnout, recovery from the winter blues. How do we take good care of ourselves? That is where we're going to pick up in our next conversation. And all the tips that we talk about, they may not be life-changing, you guys. Please don't think that they're going to be, but I hope that they'll be helpful. Small strategies that you can implement that will help you be a little more resilient and help take care of yourself and have more compassion for your your own body, your own experience, and those around you. That will not be next week because I'm going to have an interview with a guest next week because it'll be the first week of the month. So in two weeks, we'll continue our conversation about some of the self-care tips and strategies that we can implement to help ourselves increase, hopefully, our window of tolerance. Well, friends, I so appreciate you spending time with me today and listening to this conversation. I hope that it was helpful. If you wanna learn more about the window of tolerance, I will link to some articles and resources in today's show notes if you wanna go out and research some more. So now I'd love to close us out as we prepare for what comes next in our day with a benediction from Galatians 6. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.